You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules information and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a payphone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Well, yes, indeed, it, it is. Good morning, everybody. And I don't know why I couldn't, with my happy fingers, uh, put that up. But there it is. There, There is the, the voice behind the intro there who just happened to... Uh, turn three years old uh, yesterday, well, yesterday, not yet, not any particular time yesterday, just yesterday, so, uh, <laughs> so thank you for joining us here on the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon, and from the Radio TFI executive tower gleaming in the bright sunshine, at least I hope. It is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Uh, Good morning, kids and kittens. And from the missing persons division here at Radio TFI, here I am. Let me me first stop and uh, thank Mr. Bill Fancher for sitting in last week and uh, helping us out. There you go. There's a picture of Big Bill. And I didn't realize until I saw that photo at the head just how big of a man Bill really was. But uh, thanks again, Bill. We appreciate it. And we know we'll hear from you again. Uh, It's been an interesting couple of weeks for yours truly. I know there's a lot going on out here. And we will get to all of that. Uh, Again, a happy, happy birthday to... I don't know that we can call him Baby Oliver anymore. He's a big boy now. Oh, he's far from a baby. Oh, this this was so. I uh, allow me uh, indulge me here for a couple of minutes. By all means. So, the the parental units, better known as baby uh, baby mama and the fake uh, Uber driver, uh, went all out this uh, uh, this particular um, uh, this particular year. They went out. They bought him a a jump uh, or a bounce house to not bought a bought but rented a bounce house. Went out and bought him an inflatable pool and bought about a, a thousand or so uh, little uh, plastic balls. So he has his own little uh, ball pit now to be able to uh, jump and play in. Wait a minute. I'm on the way. Oh. I just found my incentive to go to Egan, Minnesota. 
And it, it, I got to tell you, it, it was so much fun. The, a couple, our neighbor kids stopped over for a while, and uh, he actually has friends now to play Aww. with, too. He's doing better than we are. And, and well, no kidding. Boy, if, isn't that the truth? <laughs> but, we got, but we got each other. Like I said, he's doing better than we are. <laughs> no, no kidding. Oh, my goodness. So, and I also... I, a, mon- a monumentous occasion. Well, I actually well, got- well, well, hold on, hold on. Before you go anywhere else, we're going to finish up with one more with an extra bonus one for our chairman of the board, Master Oliver. And that's how we will refer to him from now on. He's no longer Baby Oliver. He is Master Oliver. Well, he's the boss. Plain and simple, he's the boss. He's the boss. Here's for you, boss. All right. Happy birthday. Absolutely. Kiddo. So on a on a personal note, I went out and got my second Fauci ouchie. You did? Yes. You yes. did. I and, c- I couldn't be more proud. I am button busting proud, as a matter of fact. It's uh that that that's just fantastic. And oh my god, and the second the second one, just like the first, I'm glad I had it done on a Friday because Saturday Oh my God! Wow! Just feel like, I feel like I got kicked by a mule team. Now forget the mule; it was a mule team that I got kicked by. <laughs> was it the Borax Mule Team? Oh, there's an old reference. There. Oh yes. Reference. I I don't know what their names were, but <laughs> beat me and hurt oh. me. Well, good, good. So, uh, so were you down for the whole weekend, or? Oh no, this well, was the weekend. Well, this is still part of the weekend. I feel better today. Okay. My arm is only mildly sore compared to feeling like it was going to fall off yesterday. Right. And, uh, and oh, I was just headache, groggy, just felt like, you know, I, I actually do did something I rarely, if ever, do compared to you seeming to do it all the time. I actually took a nap for about two hours yesterday. <laughs> Can't beat him, man. Can't beat him. But... We're happy oh. you got your second shot. You're uh, two weeks shy of immunity. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. I am scheduled for my second shot this upcoming Saturday, the 10th. I'm also working on the 10th, but uh, I've already been told arrangements will be made for me to, because I made the appointment was made before I knew I was working. So they're being very, very kind, and they said, well, we'll work it out one way or another that you can, you know, dip off for an hour or so to, uh, to, go, get you, to go get your vaccination. And uh, greetings, greetings from, uh, from the Twin Cities to our uh, old pal, Shaletta. How are you? Book sales are going through the roof, I understand, and that's, uh, that's happy to hear you here. Yeah, oh, that's right. It's Easter, the day we celebrate a, a guy a guy doing a magic trick and uh, a bunny pooping out chocolate eggs. There you go. Watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Hey, rookie. Now, now, those of you that 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 are fans of organized religion will not be a fan of me today. Uh, I this is one of those holidays I'm just very been very confused about since I was a kid. Seriously. How we celebrate the, the 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 rising of the Lord with the Easter bunny and chocolate eggs and candy. I to this day I don't even know how they connect, but look, is it is a dude that went out on a three day bender came up with the best 
excuse ever for the wife. I was dead. Oh, jeez. I have no idea what this is all about here. Ask if I like islands. Well, so, I don't know, do we? Yeah, okay. I live on an island, so, I, you know, I don't know. Do you like pina coladas? Or taking walks in the rain? There you go. Please explain further there, the person that put that... Uh, that post up Macca. Uh, I mean, oh. it's, it's a new, uh, new to me anyway. So, uh, again, I wanna... we're, we're getting, we're officially getting spammed. That, that's right. what that's up That about. means we've made it. <laughs> Spam away. <laughs> yep. Yep. There we go. We've made the big time. We're getting spammed I love right it. here. <laughs> I love it. You've taken the time to find us and we appreciate it. Whatever you got, send it on, man. Believe you me, yeah. we've seen worse. There's so again, thanks to Bill. Uh, I worked very, very late last Saturday night. Uh, honestly, I didn't get home and in bed till about seven in the morning. So, um, if I had done a show last week, it was either going to be uh, the greatest show of all time or the biggest disaster I've ever been a part of. And that's saying something that's that's a pretty deep bench there. <laughs> I probably would have passed out. Mm, I may not have made it to the to the one to two hour break. That's uh, and next Saturday maybe the same thing. Maybe the same thing. We don't know. We have to we have to figure out what the hours are going to be. I don't know yet. Fortunately, I've been. Uh, I was only supposed to be on this job one day, and now we're going into week number three. So, uh, it also doesn't hurt that my brother's on the same job. So there. It's you know no no nepotism going on there, but we'll 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 just. <laughs> leave that for another time in another, another place. time in another place all, all it means is uncle Ed is working and uh oh, excuse me and again we want to thank everybody that's tuned in right now both both video and audio uh if you're listening and watching us live thank you very much i even shaved today because it was my triumphant return to the uh anyway enough about me i never thought i'd say that yeah, no kidding, right? No kidding. Uh, what do we got today, John? What? Where? Oh, 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 jeez, oh, jeez. I'm I'm losing my mind here. It's been I two, know. My it's, goodness. It's been two weeks, kids and kittens. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch Report, sponsored by. We need a sponsor, and we need a better name for this. This is two weeks. Uber closed at $57.60, up $0.52 cents from two weeks ago. Lyft closed the week at $64.64, up by how much? $0.52 cents from two weeks ago. What are, you, what, what are the odds of that? They both bumped $0.52 cents overall in the last, uh, last two weeks since the last time old Uncle Ed presented this to you. You, you know that you, you if you would have been... Uh... If you had been um, paying attention to to the show from last week, you'd have found that I actually did the report last week. Did you? Week, did you? I, I honestly, I, I did. I gotta say, I did the editing on the show, and I jumped around a little bit. I listened here and there. Uh, being tied up all week, I really, really didn't have the opportunity to listen to the entire show. I'm sorry I didn't. And again, thank you, Bill. And we got to get Bill a, a better phone. Or a PC or something. Well, yeah, I think he still has a flip phone, if I'm not mistaken. I, I think he's still on a rotary dial, to be quite honest. 
Well, that's there's always that too. I I think he's talking to us from the kitchen with the phone on the wall, a pale well, yellow uh, kitchen phone. That's what we had. Uh, anyway, what else? Where are we going, John? Well, I I tell you what, I do have one uh, one Uber related story here that uh, I, I thought you'd you'd kind of like. Well, do tell. It's kind of it, 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 it's sad that it's sad that it happened, but somebody is going to be one point one million dollars richer. Oh, uh, as uh, Uber has been ordered to pay one point one million dollars after an, after an arbitrator arbitrator, excuse me, ruled that the rideshare company's drivers discriminated against a blind woman. And her guide dog on more than more uh, on more than a dozen separate uh, occasions. Lisa Irving, a California resident, said that she was denied rides or verbally abused by drivers fourteen times in 2016 and 2018. Uh, I, I'm not going to go a whole lot further into that because the first question is is if you are if if that's what's happening when you're trying to ride in in an uber why are you still taking an uber i mean if you're getting especially if you're getting verbally abused by the driver why are you still riding with them if nothing else you know well okay i'm, I'm gonna say well geez why don't you take a cab well then the next the next uh, response is going to be well cabs are too expensive um, so, okay, try Lyft, try anything else. Well, why the hell are you constantly giving them a chance to screw you over and embarrassing you? But, uh, nonetheless, she was, she, apparently she was awarded $324,000. The other $800,000 will be in, in, in attorney fees and court costs. Wow. But, uh, so Uber either way, to, so Uber had to pay. I did see this story. Uh, Uber has to pay, and again, they 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 spend more than that on lunch. Uh, anything to avoid. Uh, go ahead, John. I I was about to rant. Oh no! Go right ahead. Oh no! Uh, but it, it's the uh, it's just the fact of the matter is is that this is just and uh, I, I think it's it's funny because if you were to look at it logically and. I try to look at things logically uh, most of the time. Uh, actually, Uber just got themselves into a pickle they can't get out of because, right. you know, they, you're absolutely, you know, they're absolutely right if you think about it. It's the drivers that are the ones that are That's turning right. down the rides and verbally abusing the, the customers. That is correct. And I think it's beautiful. That the, the worst thing that happens is, is these particular drivers aren't on Uber's platform anymore, which is probably bo- bonus in their court. What I don't understand, having transported many, many visually impaired passengers, as you have, John, mm-hmm. for the most part, uh, these folks are pleasant. They're not giving you directions. Well, sometimes they will. They say, uh, I, my experience is take XYZ Road down to Main Street. You know, but they're not what clearly they're not watching every move you make. And, they, you know, and I can honestly say, with the exception of Blind Fred, who I can do three weeks on an old customer in Fort Lauderdale that 
<laughs> I can't right now. But other than him, uh, I've never never had a, a person with, with a vision impairment give me that hard of a time. Look, I look at it. I always looked at it this way. Uh, that, you know, it could be me. It's not. What's it going to take out of my day to get out of my car? And I found, especially when I first put my minivan on the road, and I was the only one in the company that, that had a minivan uh, outside of the wheelchair drivers. So, it, you know, I would get out because you have to explain to people what it is they're getting into. Because now they're accustomed to the Crown Victoria, and they know where to reach and where to feel and where to step. So I would have to explain to them, you know, and I'm happy to do it, happy to do it, you know. And we get them in the in the van, and psh, and away we go. Get them where they're going. Point me in the right direction. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And uh, can I can I offer any other assistance? Nope. And that's it. It takes an extra two minutes out of my day, and and uh, I, I I've but never you, never understood it. Many of these people, quite frankly, are more independent than the ones that mm -hmm. have perfect eyesight and two arms oh, and two legs. Oh, you know. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? Uh, some of my best customers, the the year and change that I uh, drove a wheelchair accessible vehicle for Yellow Cab before I became an owner. I tell you what, I loved that. I was just I was just beside myself. Twenty six comments. Jeez, are we popular or what? Uh, yeah, this is these two. This is these two chuckle butts that got on that were trying that were spamming us here about. Oh. Uh, Oh, yeah. no, nothing to, nothing to, uh, uh, <laughs> Jesus. What is wrong? Hey, but like, like we said, Hey, we, we, we've gotten so popular now we've attracted spammers. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I, okay. I apologize folks. I was on a rant there and I noticed something on the screen that, that showed all these comments and those, those two jokers are gone now, but by all means call and, and, uh, Oh, what do you know? They did try to call in. <laughs> The phone didn't ring. Did they really? Yeah, the phone did didn't ring. Really <laughs> the phone didn't ring. I didn't hear it ring. Uh, oh, of all of all times, there's yeah. that, that's there's a number you probably won't be calling back. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. No, they they oh boy, they eight times they they called with an unknown number. So uh, that's probably why it didn't uh, ring. Yeah, we that's probably we why. don't take we don't take. Uh, anonymous calls we need to see your number that's why that's why i didn't hear it ring because the system said nope nope gotta provide a number because we've been through this before in other parts of our life but but uh let me see what were their names again maca 20 and uh bye 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 market watch that's right what about rafa what is rafa r-a-f-a I have no, I have no idea. Here's the, here's the first. They're both trying to get us to what they're talking about is trying to get us to invest, which is oh. uh, even if even if they were legitimate, uh, assuming for a second that uh, they were legitimate. By the time I get done paying all my bills, I've got enough money to put fifty cents in my coffee can. So I mean, we're not exactly talking about having being exactly. Uh, mm -mm. Uh, able to throw money uh, into the wind here on some some uh, uh, investment of some kind, some pyramid scheme investment. I mean, really, do you do, do you have any idea how much it takes to maintain a three hundred forty seven story 
office complex and we're doing renovations now. So I've got to put everybody from 346 other floors onto the one ground floor. It ain't easy. Well, but I, I understand that Howard Fine and Howard actually work fairly cheap, though. So, uh, yeah, well, once again, it goes with what do you want? Good, fast, good, fast, or cheap? Pick two out of the three. <laughs> but oh, I, I, you know what? I, I, I don't know what to say. I'm very, very happy. We, we have our first spammers, our first scammers, our first uh, uh, trolls. I mean, we had somebody a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Somebody saying it was the Howard Stern show. I wish the Howard Stern show would would troll us. That would be fantastic. Are you kidding me? Bring it on, kids and kittens. And next time, use and unblock your number and we'll answer the phone. Exactly. Unblock your number. That's right. You're not going to get on the air and go, eh, 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 you're a poop head or whatever, without me having the ability to call back. So, And track you down like the dog you are. Exactly. What do you say we move on here? Before we do, I have one more light topic that I want to uh, touch on this week. We were able to capture the elusive unicorn of... uh, Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The the elusive unicorn of the uh, Radio TFI baseball cap. Uh, Finally, 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 the one, the only, the talented, the always effervescent and... uh, the queen of all hacks, Christine Hubbard, wearing her Radio TFI taxi stand hour ball cap. And we, we're just button busting proud. We couldn't be happier. Now if we could just get her to do a, a station promo. But one step at a time. One step exactly. at a time. She's wearing the cap. She loves the hat. Apparently, Christine, let us know. We'll send an extra one for your dad if that, if that's the case. But uh, thanks again, Christine. We appreciate you uh, always. Uh she she's been putting out a lot of stuff uh, in the past week or so. Apparently, up there in, in 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 Ontario, the provincial government is telling all the small businesses to to be closed and and all that. But yet they're letting all the big box stores open. There's lines out the, out to the street. It's just nutty. They're not vaccinating taxi drivers. Uh, it, it I don't I don't know what's going on up there. They're they're just uh, crazy go nuts. And that's crazy. That's crazy that they're not vaccinating the taxi drivers. So, well, remember, remember, I told you several weeks ago that in New York City that they were uh, that they were vaccinating anybody that had a a uh, what is it TNC TLC TLC license. You know where you heard that from? You. That's right. <laughs> Actually, was did I hear it from you or did I tell you? You heard it from me because I was notified. Oh, okay. Well, but by the way, on the on the TLC front, I'm I'm overdue for I'm just about due for my uh, uh, annual drug screening. Uh, this is the year I would have to renew the the hag license. I'm gonna let it expire. I'm not gonna. Are you really? Yeah, I I have no interest in being back in that industry at all. I was keeping it as a as a fail safe, but I I have no interest whatsoever. Uh, just just seeing, I mean, on the cab side, yes. I watched another video that I just didn't want to put on. It's just too much of uh, two young ladies here in New York, you know, just abusing another Uber driver. And, and you had that poor man a week or so ago got killed. Two young girls uh, stole his car, and he was desperately holding on. They crashed the car. He wound up dying. 
in the crash and just i see so many videos on on youtube and across the internet of people just look as an as an old-time night driver i got a i got my fair share of minimal abuse nothing like you see with with uber and lyft riders nothing like it i mean people get in these cars and they just believe you know they just own the vehicle and the driver and i i mean i experienced it when you know when i dabbled on the dark side but i i just can't believe what some people are uh anyway uh tell you what let's go let's go ahead and move on to uh uh, the story that, well, at least here in, many, in Minneapolis and, of, uh, quite frankly, worldwide, uh, the eyes of the world are right here on Minnesota because of the uh, Derek Chauvin trial. Uh, we got a little bit of a we got a clip here from from Nightline. Now it's it's a long clip. I've left Ed at the descript, uh, left it to his discretion on when he would like to cut it off. Uh, it'll kind of give you just a little bit of a background if you haven't been paying attention to uh, what's been what's been going on to to this point in time. And when we get done, uh, we got I got a couple of other shorter ones that I I want to make sure we throw in. But I then we're going to have a little bit of commentary on that. And feel free call in seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight if you'd like to join in on this. Of course, you can also. Uh, repopulize our uh, our message board here. What wish we could clear all this garbage from from the two spammers, but uh, by all means, call in, text in, um, uh, tweet us here at Taxi Standout. So choose two. And what was that? That 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 was just ignored, sir. Okay, I, was, I, I'll that, ignore it. That was me testing the system. Okay, so go ahead and play that first uh, one there. That's Mark Chauvin there. If you oh, would, I'm playing it. It's on me. Okay. I don't know if you've seen anybody be killed, but it's upsetting. For four days, an off-duty firefighter, a teenager, it wasn't right. He was, he was suffering. He was in pain. A clerk in a convenience store, and others have been recounting one moment last May, seared in their minds and now embedded in the soul of America. He was lifeless, he didn't move, he didn't speak, he didn't have no life in him, no more. Oh my God. Details graphic, emotions high, as witnesses for the prosecution take the stand in the trial against former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. Chauvin, who worked for the Minneapolis Police Department for nearly 20 years, has been charged with second-degree unintentional murder, third-degree and second-degree manslaughter. Accused of killing 46-year-old George Floyd during a police stop. The images of it forcing this country to confront the old and festering wounds of racial injustice. Justice! For the first time, the jury and the public seeing video of George Floyd in the minutes before the altercation unfolded. Chris Martin, who worked at the convenience store, describing Floyd's demeanor. He seemed very friendly. Um, Approachable. He is talkative. Uh, he seemed to just be having uh, average Memorial Day, just living his life. But he did seem high. 
He says Floyd paid for a pack of cigarettes with a phony $20 bill. The store manager then called the police. Minutes later, Martin is standing just feet from Floyd, his hand on his head. What was going through your mind during that time period? Uh, disbelief and guilt. Why guilt? Um, if I would have just not taken the bill, this could have been avoided. I'm not the kind of guy, man. I would die in here. From one officer's body camera, you can hear Chauvin's voice. He's going to control this guy because he's a sizable guy. It looks like he's probably on something. Darnella Frazier, 17 and You got to unmute yourself there. Let's talk a little bit about what went on there. I mean, we all, we, from that point, it's just different camera views. I, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack in a, in a nine minute video. And, uh, right. One of the things that, uh, is tearing me apart is the defense that the, uh, George Floyd was high. He was diabetic. He was, he was this, he was that, he was the other thing. Well, you can be all those things, but if a tree falls down and hits you on the head and kills you, it's still the tree that killed you. Yeah. You could have all these problems, all these issues. I don't doubt that he was high. Who knows? And, you know, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not saying he was he was an angel. I don't know the man. I didn't know, but I do know this. Nine minutes and change. It's a little, man, a little excessive, as we all know. Do me a favor, me a favor Ed. Play, uh, play the clip here. That's uh, that is five. Uh, what is it? Five things. Uh, Keith uh, Boykin. Okay, here we go. I, by the way, kids and kids, I have no idea what's on this. Five things to remember in this week's trial. Number one, Derek Chauvin is on trial, not George Floyd. Number two. Nothing George Floyd did justifies Derek Chauvin sitting on his neck for 9 minutes and 29 seconds. Number three, George Floyd's death was ruled a homicide. It was not caused by drug use or poor health. Number four, the eyewitnesses did not cause George Floyd's death. And number five, you have the right to film the police. Yes, that That's is. It. Uh, that last point, I, I watch a lot of videos lately. Uh, they call themselves First Amendment auditors. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if anyone is, is taking video or still images of you while you're in public or where you can be viewed from public, they're constitutionally allowed to do that. You may be in your home, but if I'm standing on a public sidewalk and I can see into your home, I can take pictures. Uh, you're you, at that point. You need to close the window. You need to close the drapes. Yeah, close blinds. Yep, exactly. Uh, many police will try to tell you it's uh, they, you know, it's against the law. It's not. It is not. So, uh, all those people that were taking photographs and and shooting video and and all that, not just that day, but any day, it's perfectly legal. You are well within your First Amendment constitutional rights to do that. So on, on the last point, our friend there is uh, 100%. Well, here's the thing. One of the, a couple of the other uh, uh, excuses there that the defense is trying to come up with is that there was a huge mob of people and they were getting unruly. Well, they only started 
getting boisterous when it came to the when it became obvious that that Chauvin had uh, uh, had George Floyd pinned down. Uh, face into the pavement, knee on the back of the neck, and and was and showed no uh, no incline whatsoever to move to get off of him. He wasn't going anywhere. Uh, listen, as as we as they've made a point of of saying, George Floyd's a big man, well over six foot. You know, I'm assuming probably well over, you know, right around the 240-pound range. Mm-hmm. Good, good-sized man. He is not going to just get up with his hand with his hands cuffed behind his back. It isn't like he's going to get up and run. Well, also remember, he might- remember, yeah, the other two officers on his legs as well. Right. He was right. he was secure, and even if he did ran, run, managed to get up, he's in handcuffs still. You're going to be able to track him down. It's not. Anyway. He posed no danger to anybody. None whatsoever. It, it was. It was unbelievable. And, and I've said this before on this show about the whole thing about the, the, the fake 20. It's, it's from what I'm seeing. It's pretty obvious that he did try to pass a fake $20 bill last time. Last time I checked, that does not warrant. It's not the death uh, penalty. It, it's not the death penalty. No, exactly. No, I agree with you. The more the more I see about it in life, I think uh, George Floyd wasn't uh, wasn't a very pleasant person. A very nice. Uh, you know, he was high. He's passing phony money. You know, this doesn't ring of uh, man of the year. And uh, but. But the thing is, is he, the, the bottom line is he didn't deserve to die. As has been said in more, more places than I can, uh, than I could possibly count, stupid ain't against the law. Yeah, exactly. If it was, boy, they'd have us shut down in, in a heartbeat. Man, yeah, you know, in a heartbeat. Man. You're absolutely right. Man, oh, man. So, John, you're, you're there. You're living in the heart of it. Uh, tell me what's going on there in the Twin Cities area. How's... I, I, I know it's got to be like a, like, a, like a pot of boiling water right now. Just people on edge. Well, from what I've seen, and I make I'm I, every day I wind up in downtown Minneapolis at one point in time or another. At this point in time, it's it's every, everything's calm. Everything is 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 just fine. I have um, I'm able to listen to the trial, and I have it on while I have passengers in the back, and some people. Uh, most every I haven't had anybody ask me to turn it off, and most people are very express appreciation for me having it on uh, in the car. And so, at this point in time, it, it's everything's all right. I I don't what I don't know, and I have the I, I don't I don't have the answer, and I don't know that. Um, I, I haven't asked anybody for their opinion as such. What warrants justice in this case? Um, if he just gets if he just gets by with just a, a manslaughter conviction. Oh, by the way, I should probably point out that uh, they made a, a slight typo on that video. Uh, uh, Chauvin is being charged with two car- counts of, of murder and one count of manslaughter. Uh, he's being uh, he's being charged with manslaughter. He's being charged with second degree 
uh, unintentional murder and third degree murder. So the so the video itself there they was slightly errant as far as the uh, the charges that they had. Well, he's being charged with some type of murder. So I know he's also being charged with manslaughter, which right. which in the end is much easier to prove. Uh, it's it's kind of like a fail safe, if you will. What they are, I think, what the what the um, prosecution is is leaning towards is I think they're leaning towards third degree murder because of more of a derangement type thing. It's like once he got on there, he had that. I don't know if you've ever seen the video, the entire video of him being on George Floyd's neck. He just has this calm, cool, right? you know, he isn't yelling at the, he isn't yelling back at the crowd. And by the way, this is not, you know, they're making it sound like this was a mob of people, you know, 56 people. It was about eight people just watching in horror. Yes, exactly. You know, there were people that were, that were yelling, get off of them, get off of them. You're killing the man and and the, and the like, but they, they kept their distance. They weren't charging him. Right. I don't know if I could have showed that much restraint to be brutally honest with you. Well, every time I I see the image of Chauvin uh, doing his thing there, other than obviously the knee on the neck, which was bad. uh, It's, it's the look on his mug coupled with the hands in the pocket. Just so, just so casual and so cavalier. I was like, yes. what, what? I'm out here enjoying my Memorial Day. What, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. Which is wonderful. And, and, and he just, and of course he's got a past. He's got, he's, he's, he's not been a pleasant person on the police force. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, that's, that's a problem in and of itself is qualified immunity needs to go. Qualified immunity because... Look, I'm not saying all cops are like that. They are not. But there is no. a, there is an attitude that is prevalent in a majority. And I'm going to give you a quick example. I was on a location yesterday. I was driving up a, a van. They were using me as a warming van. Keep casting crew warm. It was cold here yesterday. It was in the 30s. Uh, so... One of the uh, gentlemen walks up to me. He says, I need a ride to such and such. I said, I can't. I'm I'm the warming van. I can't leave. I've got people in here. I can't leave. Well, then he pulls out his police ID. He says, well, what if I tell you I'm a cop? I said, well, then talk to the cop that's parked over there for a ride. Oh, well, I'm part of the background. The background is at the extras. I said, well, talk to production. They'll get you a ride. That's, you know. And I said, by the way, you'd have been better off just saying to me, hey, I'm background and I need a ride to such and such. You know, the holding area. Instead of, you know, flashing your NYPD. That you just, I shut down when you pull that nonsense. You being a cop has nothing to do with this, what I'm doing right now. I, I don't, I don't buy into that at all. You do what you do, and, you know, look, it's not easy and all that, but you're at your second job now. You're not, please don't. We wound up chatting for a few minutes, and everything was okay. He was a pleasant enough young man, 
And, and he, he actually saw the error of his ways. He says, yeah, I don't like to do that. I said, then don't. Just don't. Most people are not impressed by that. Some are, but, you know, you, you don't. You've got to get that cop mentality out of your head, okay? Just because you are a police officer, and thank you for doing what you do. But it does not entitle you to break laws, to skirt around rules and regulations. That's not what that you're there to maintain these rules and regulations and, and laws and all that. You may ask, would it be possible to do this? But don't come flashing. Uh, well, he didn't flash the badge. He flashed his ID. You know, uh, that it, it's just, and that's, that's the attitude that I'm talking about that Chauvin displayed. You can't touch me. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. You can't touch me. Well, I, I tell you something. I think that I, I fear for what would happen, what's going to happen if, uh, if Chauvin walks in this situation. I don't think it's going to happen. I think, you know, of course, you know, the defense hasn't had a chance to uh, to tell their story yet. They're going to try to tell the story about the fact that, yes, he was high. He was on, he was on, uh, several different types of, um, that's fine. Of, uh, but like I said, that does not necessarily, I mean, we saw him in the store earlier. I don't know if you, if you necessarily, uh, if you saw the end of that video, but he actually kind of jogged, didn't right. sprint, but kind of right. jogged out of door there isn't like he was uh feeling if he if he was high it wasn't like he was uh affect you know wasn't affecting his heart it wasn't affecting anything at that point in time but it still doesn't matter because how many people's piss-eyed drunk have been hit by cars and killed what killed him it wasn't the booze the car exactly. killed him now maybe the booze was a contributing factor but at the end of the day it was the car. At the end of the day, it was Derek Chauvin that killed him. You've already had uh, paramedics up there saying he didn't have a pulse. And but you know, this is look. I understand they have to go through the process. It, it 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 is it, it exactly. It is the process. They have to be thorough. They have to be thorough beyond imagination. I mean, uh, and it's actually the prosecution that's bringing up. Uh, the issues about the opioid use and about uh, uh, and bringing up the fact that they're bringing up the fake twenty dollar bill. They're not. They're not letting the defense have the the aha moments, right. if you will. Right. And, uh, and but but again, I, because Chauvin's not going to plead guilty. We know that he's not going to plead guilty, which of course would tried to he tried to plead guilty at one point in time. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, he tried to plead guilty to third degree at one point in time, but uh, the uh, Justice Department, you under under the under Trump's watch, uh, the uh, Justice Department uh, disallowed his uh, no his plea. Yeah, no kidding. So he already he already knew he was wrong, okay. and I don't know if this if that's admissible or not. It's uh, not. We'll have it's to probably not, but. Uh, Oh, that's, I, I got to tell you, that this is something we're watching. Um, I never want to see what happened here in Minneapolis a year ago with the, 
the burning and the looting and whatnot. But you will not be able, you cannot blame the, the black community and the community as a whole for being upset if, if Chauvin wa- walks here, no. you know. And if he walks, let's face it, no, nobody, nobody in this entire country is going to hire him in law enforcement. Chauvin? He might be flipping. Uh, they might. He might be flipping McDon- or flipping burgers at McDonald's or something to that point in time. But I, I maybe, don't think. Maybe he can get a job in Georgia because you know. Well, that's just it. Uh, hey, let's go ahead and take. Let's go ahead and take a quick break here. Actually, before and, uh, before we do that. All right, you know what? I'll do this. We'll do this on the other side. And go ahead, take us into the break. All right, you're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI. We'll be back in just a couple. I'm Tom Shaw from England. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans. And soon, they will be available to everyone. This vaccine means hope. It will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. I want to go back to work and I want to be able to move around. To visit with Michelle's mom, to hug her and see her on her birthday. You know what I'm really looking forward to is going to opening day in Texas Ranger Stadium with a full stadium. We've lost enough people and we've suffered enough damage. In order to get rid of this pandemic, it's important for our fellow citizens to get vaccinated. I'm getting vaccinated because we want this pandemic to end as soon as possible. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. So roll up your sleeve and do your part. This is our shot. Now it's up to you. What do you want when you gotta eat something? And it's gotta be sweet. And it's gotta be a lot, and you gotta have it now. What do you want? Lip smackin', whip packin', patty whackin', ink and knackin', dilberackin', scalawackin', cracker jackin', cracker jack. Candy coated popcorn, peanuts and a fries. That's what you get in cracker jack. Hey, this, this is Radio TFI. You found the. Whoa, 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 what? <laughs> we're back i think we're back we pressed the wrong button again what do you mean what do you mean uh we there uh kibosabi easy easy so (laughs) changing subjects and uh so if you're if you're not aware uh former speaker john uh boehner uh has a book out and this not to be confused with boner all right see i didn't go there that's cards and letters to the other side, whichever the hell way he is that way. Uh, John Boehner was recorded. This is from Jonathan Swan, who uh, who writes for uh, oh, Axios. Axios. When Speaker Boehner was recording his audio book, I was told by sources that during these wine-soaked sessions, he would deviate from the book's text and insert random violent attacks on Ted Cruz. Well... Here's some tape and listen to the end. Let me get it. Uh... Freedom means you can be a genius and invent new products that make you millions of dollars and helps millions of people. It means you're free to work your way to becoming the first in your family to go to college. 
It means you're free to reach as high as you want, no matter where you came from, even if you're a little kid sweeping a bar out in southwest Ohio. Take it from me. You'll never know where you'll end up. That's freedom. I'll raise a glass to that any day. P.S. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and guess who has a brand new drop on his, uh, <laughs> for the show. Okay, first off, so now I'm a little, I'm a little curious, a little curious. Was that really Boehner? That is really John Boehner. Apparently. He sounds like he raised more than a few glasses. Well, when that's, he that. that's what it says. There was wine soaked. Now, now from here, yeah. from here to eternity, whenever it does, whenever Ted Cruz does something stupid or idiotic or his name comes up and comes up in conversation, you know what we're going to hear? Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. That's a that's a saver, baby. We're saving that one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently, according to this tweet, and I had read something earlier in the week. Apparently, Boehner just you know lashes out at Ted Cruz, and he's it wasn't part of the book, but as he's sitting there recording it, you know, uh, it was. Uh, Speaking of Cruz, let's uh, let let's knock this one out of the way. This is from earlier in the week. Uh, Cruz being who he is, uh, and now I can't find it. Uh, so we'll just uh, we'll just leave it at. Oh, maybe is that it? Anyway, we're gonna play this one and uh, see how this turns out sex charges against me. This is Florida Congressman Matt Gates, currently under investigation for having sex with a 17-year-old girl. This is his buddy, Representative Jim Jordan, who loves to wrestle and will look the other way. And this is Trump, who once said he would date his own daughter. Perhaps I'd be dating her. You know. <laughs> See the theme here? Democrats aren't perfect, but at least they wait till there's a high school diploma. Truth is, when it comes to women, Republicans make The Handmaid's Tale seem like a Disney film. Gates and Jordan worship Trump, who is currently balancing 14 sexual assault charges in between binge-watching Woody Allen. Well, don't you love me? Jim Jordan is still the subject of claims that he turned a blind eye to sexual assaults on wrestlers at Ohio State. And now Matt Gates, a two-time DUI loser, is facing federal charges for bringing a 17-year-old girl across state lines for sex. I don't know what's worse, having sex with Gates or having it in Florida. But if he goes to prison, it will be a federal prison for sex crimes. Let's see if you can wrestle your way out of this. I, I, I... Goddamn right. Election stolen. Thanks for giving me the chance to tell the truth. So fuck yourself. Winning. Yes! (laughs) That obviously, that obviously was not uh, Ted Cruz or Ted Cruz related, but uh, fun nonetheless. And Ed, you need to unmute yourself again. All right, I'll have that for hour two. Uh, I, I did not load that up, uh, but but we'll have it for hour two because, you know. And again, we can't say it enough. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. So, there you go. Well, as long as you started that, uh, started down that road here. What about uh, Matt Gates? This this wonderful human being here that we've been. Uh, hey Matt, you know in the state of Florida, sixteen will get you twenty. Oh, it's not like mm. Utah, where you know where they say uh, if you're going to bring them, bring them young. <sighs> boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, why don't you? Uh, while we're at it here, why don't you play that uh, that clip there? That's uh, that's uh, you know you can you play. Put- it. You can play it. Yeah, but but 
we've determined last week you can't hear him if I play him. Okay, I wasn't here two last weeks week. Ago. All right. All right, which one am I playing? Uh, uh, Gates Tucker. I just played that. No, I didn't. No, you Again, I only know what I've read in the New York Times. Uh, I can say that actually you and I went to dinner uh, about two years ago. Your wife was there, and I brought a friend of mine. You'll remember her. And she was actually threatened by the FBI, told that if she wouldn't cop to the fact that somehow I was involved in some pay-for-play scheme, uh, that she could face trouble. And so uh, I do believe that there are people at the Department of Justice who are trying to smear me, uh, you know, providing for flights uh, and hotel rooms for people that you're dating who are of legal age is not a crime. Uh, and I'm just troubled that the lack of any sort of legitimate uh, investigation into me would then permute, would then convert into this extortion attempt. I, I, I don't remember the, the woman you're speaking of or the context at all, honestly, but I... Uh... <laughs> now, now, if you didn't see the video, if you're listening to us on the Redidio, you can go to the website, RadioTFI.com, it is there. But the look on Tucker Carlson's face was that he had just pooped his pants and what came out wasn't what he expected. Oh. And... <laughs> The Gates, most dumbfounded look I think I've ever seen on his little on his little puss. That was more the look of why are you dragging me into this? Mm. <laughs> Soon, one day, the whole the whole thing will will come down. And uh, again, I oops, only was... know what I've read. In... <laughs> Sorry about that. Boy, you are just getting a case of happy fingers today, aren't you? Good Lord. You You are just out of practice one week away, and you are just completely... One week, it's all over, man. I know. I'm uh, all over but the crying. My goodness. 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. We have a couple minutes before the uh, top of the hour break here where Ed's going to go and <laughs> take a cold shower and try to reload for hour number two. <laughs> by the way, by the way, this, this just in, this is breaking. Hunter Biden is soon expecting to watch on his laptop, the video of Matt Gates going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. Oh, speaking, speaking of, of the, uh, the Twitter's, uh, the Twitter verse here. Uh, I wanted to sh- I wanted to share this with you, uh, if if I may. The uh, of course the list continues as far as the li- the lineup of of right wing nut jobs here that are having little are having their issues with uh, John. I got to interrupt you. It sounds like you have very big mice in the uh, studio with you. I, you know what? Like I said, remember what I said earlier about not uh, about not uh, having a a budget big enough you know 50 cents in the can after all the bills are paid <laughs> that was that was that was somebody in the other room forgetting the fact that we were doing a show and that the printer makes noise it making copies making copies yeah oh it wasn't even copies it's just printing it printing out a recipe well of all things it's a, so well, let's read the recipe go on let's let's see it let's see what is what is she what is it she's trying to make here chicken tot pie chicken tot pie chicken tot pie not so pot i'm pie. assuming not, not pot pie 
It looks like a it looks like a chicken soup with a fancy chicken soup with a bunch of tater tots. What 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 other ingredients are there? How long do we simmer it? The people well, want to know. Oh uh, well, one let's see, one tablespoon of salted butter, one half small onion. She won't include that. Oh, well, uh, that, that's no, she she's a, doesn't like onions. Uh, one rotisserie chicken. Now you're talking. Uh, two 10.5-ounce cans of cream of celery soup. Come on, if you're going to use cream uh, soup, use cream of mushroom. Uh, cream of corn, man. Oh, they even make cream of corn soup? I don't know, but cream of mushroom is good. I like that. That's that's. Yeah, I, I do too. Oh, kosher salt. And then, oi, of course, the... Oi, don't forget the kosher salt. Exactly. What are you, Michigan? You're going to use regular last, salt here on Easter last Sunday. Last but not least, one thirty-two ounce bag of frozen tater tots. Thawed. That's some fine eating. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's cooking with with Granny Annie. Was that Granny Annie's recipe or? I it has to be. I can't imagine that it would have been anybody else. Well, that else. that concludes this week's uh, cooking with Annie segment. And uh, next oh, oh my God! Now now we're, now we're gonna have the we have a new segment to new replace. Segment. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we've got that John and Ed versus the spread size hole in hour two. 23 weeks, by the way. 23 weeks. And uh, oh. by the way, speaking of sports, baseball, baseball's back. We're going to talk about that in hour two. What's going on with baseball and the all-star game and, and all that silliness. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that a little okay. bit. How'd your twins do? Uh, so far, one and one. Well, they, uh, they lost their first. They lost their first game in extra innings, uh, and they won last night. Uh, Jesus, uh, Twins! Twins pitching is doing fabulous. At least the the starting pitching. Uh, Kenta Maeda on uh, on Thursday and uh, uh, yesterday here with um, Oh Jose Barrios. He he went. Uh, what was it? He went six. Uh, no, he got six no hit in, or six, yeah, no six no hit innings uh, before the bullpen picked it up, and they only wound up giving they didn't give up any runs, so and only one hit uh, in total. So, uh, well, I can I can say we have two teams here in New York City, and it just doubles how much I could care less. Uh, the Mets haven't played. Uh, apparently, the Washington Nationals got the COVID. Uh, they'll be in Philadelphia on Monday. Uh, the Yankees, I think, split with Toronto from what what they said on the on the big news shows, and uh, you know. Oh, you mean the Tampa Bay Blue Jays? The Tampa Bay Blue Jays. Hey, man, they're uh, they're people. Well, Canada won't let them uh, do their thing. You know. Yeah. And uh, there's talk that they'll they'll do like they did last year. They'll play in Buffalo. Uh, they're going to play their first three home stands down in Tampa, and at their string, string, spring training facility, and uh, mm-hmm. they'll probably play the rest of the season or a lot of it up in uh, up in Buffalo. Uh, you know, yeah. just, you know, it's uh, you do what you can do when you can do it, right? Yeah. Well, my question is: is what are they going to do when the uh hockey season rolls around and uh, and the Canadian teams eventually have to play some of the American teams here in the playoffs. 
We'll discuss that in the next uh, hour here. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. We'll be back. T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. from a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. Um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit. Tom Mabe was our guest last week. We've yes, a lot, he of, was. a lot of requests for this. He has a little stunt that he does. He leaves a tape recorder by his phone, and when the phone rings, he hits the button. And if it's a telemarketer, he records the call. Puts him on a little bit. And I'll, I thought we'd give this one a listen. Hello? Yes, can I speak with Tom Mabe? Who's calling? Well, this is my with You've been selected to receive a complete digital satellite system for free. With this, you're going to... Oh, let, let me ask you something. Did, did you know Tom Mabe? Were you a friend of his? No, I'm not. I'm just calling to... Uh, op- hold, 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 hold that thought. Hold on one second, all right? Hey, guys, get really good pictures of the body. Yeah, and dust everything down for print. Thank <laughs> you there? Yeah. Let me bring you up to speed. You've actually called a murder scene. Uh, Mr. Mabe is no longer with us. Officer Clark, I'm conducting a homicide investigation. Uh, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Uh, what was the nature of the business you had with uh, Tom Mabe? Well, I, I, I had no business with him. I'm, uh, I'm sorry to apologize. No, no, hey, hold on. Look, I want to ask you to stay on the phone. This call's already been traced, and we may need you to come in for further questioning. So, you don't understand. I'm just calling. I'm... No, no, look. You don't understand. I still want to be charged with obstruction of justice. It's imperative you keep your ass on the phone, Mike. <laughs> well, how about you just talk with my supervisor then? No, 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 look, 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 we'll get your supervisor in a second. Here, first of all, get, give me your whereabouts. I'm at work. You're at work? Yes. You being a smart ass? No, sir. Right, let me put it to you this way, Mike. Say, say I want to mail your ass a letter. <laughs> what would I have to write on the outside of the envelope to assure the mailman would deliver it right to your ass? Hours 
of 8 and 10? I'm not feeling real comfortable about any of this. <laughs> have you even ever spoken with Mr. May Mike? <laughs> no, I haven't. I don't even know the guy. I just, that's what I've been trying to do. Okay, okay. Calm down. Calm down. Hold on. Look, just back up. I got one more question for you, Mike. As you well know, I'm sure. Mr. May was a flaming homosexual. <laughs> no easy way of asking that. I don't want to embarrass you or nothing, but were you his gay lover? What? No. What? What the hell? Kind of a quick. Look, 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 look. Gay's your way, that's okay. I still know there's a lot of you gay people in that closet. Not saying I haven't thought about myself. You know? Say I was in Las Vegas or something, a couple of drinks. Cute little Mexican midget. Sam <laughs> Brown. <laughs> and now it's two guys who 100% support flag burning, especially if it's one of those Trump 2020 flags. It's John and Ed on the Taxi Stand Hour from Radio TFI. Ah, Jesus, I'm glad. I'm wondering if I'm not glad I missed part of that particular bit uh, mm. while I went out to get a cup of coffee. Mike, my goodness. Welcome back here. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI and the Radio TFI streaming network. If you uh, if you missed us here in the first uh, in the first hour, well, can I say you always can catch us on the replay, I guess. Uh, but anyways, from again from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. Over there to my right is uh, broadcasting live from the Radio TFI Executive Tower, making all kinds of funny faces at the camera. It is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Once again, good morning, sir. And once again, good morning, kids and kittens. I am not Bill Fancher. Uh, We understand the crowds are are, are screaming that they want Bill back, but... uh, Your co-host is screaming he wants Bill back. Oh, Oh, I thought I heard it somewhere. I wasn't I wasn't entirely <laughs> sure. So so I just I just got some fantastic news during the break. Absolutely Uh-oh. fantastic. I uh I ordered floor mats for my my vehicle from a place I used to buy them from for my cabs and they just arrived. My uh landlord dragged dragged the box in. I don't know how he did it, but he did and uh I they weren't even shown as being on the way as having been shipped. So I'm very, very excited about this. Uh, I'd be loving these mats. Uh, Lloyd, L-L-O-Y-D, Lloyd Rubber Tight Mats. Uh, They fit your car beautifully. They are the best, best floor mats I've ever had. Uh, I decided last week, I was thinking about getting a new car. Now I've decided I'm just going to throw a couple of quid into uh, into the Radio TFI mobile. So we're happy about that. Does it mean anything in the greater, uh, greater good? Nope, nope. It yeah, means nothing. Just, prov- just provided two minutes of gripping <laughs> radio, and those mats grip. Let me tell you, they they grip right into the carpet. It's it is fantastic. Yeah. I tell you, I tell you, well, uh, I will have to take your word for it. And, and I do not like rubber mats in a car for the same reason the the, the company was was all about when my, when I was driving oh, a company you'd, vehicle you'd they were these. all about doing these uh, oh what are, what do they call WeatherTech mats? No, these are better than WeatherTech. I I bought one set of WeatherTechs, and I didn't care for them. 
I didn't either. Lloyd. L-L-O-Y-D. Lloyd. Rubber tight mats. They are uh-huh. fantastic. You get them with the little circles in them. I'm telling you. I was Here's what I was able to do with these when I bought them from my cabs, from my minivans. These are the ones I, uh, of course, I wound up with an extra set intentionally so I could rotate them in and out. I had 15 vans. But what I learned very quickly was that once you clean them, and I would buy them all in black, I, uh-huh. could, I could spray paint them with the uh with the uh rustoleum the shiny black paint i forget i can't think of the name the word sure. not the flat but the uh the shiny one literally john four minutes four minutes after after you spray the paint on they're ready to go back in the in the vehicle looks like a brand new set of mats I... These, well, are the, these are the things I learned as an owner, okay? Over time, you figure these things out, all oh right? Oh, my God. And uh, it's not something you would think of right off the top of your head. It doesn't sit with you every day, you know, like... Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. You know, which I'm going to have tattooed on my forehead backwards just in case I ever meet him. That my that my friends is called Redneck Engineering One Hundred and One. It really what? No, it's called uh, saving money where you can, because these mats ain't cheap. But I am, so. Uh, uh, I've got a little something here that I just couldn't resist. It apropos of nothing, and I just put it up there because I want you. Because I know how much you be loving this guy. He's one of your peeps from up there in uh, in, in in Minnesota land. So without further further ado, it's the My Pillow Loser. What I'm talking about, Steve, is what I have been doing since January 9th. All the evidence I have, everything is going to go before the Supreme Court and the election of 2020 going bye-bye. I, it was an attack by other country communism coming in. I don't know what they're going to do with what after they pull it down. But it's how, how, but hang, hang on, on hang on a second. On. Hang, Donald hang, Trump will go, be go back ahead. in office in August. <laughs> Just, <laughs> that's your people, man. <laughs> He even had, what the hell is his name again? Steve uh, Bannon? Steve Bannon. Yeah, even had him at a loss for words for crazy. This this guy, it, it, it is complete lunacy. That's the only way I can describe this guy. And I'm just embarrassed to say he's from from Minnesota. I, 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 I really am, am embarrassed. It, it's so... While in while in search for Oliver's birthday present, I I went to the Mall of America because I thought they had just about anything and any it, I could get something personalized. It would be it would be so wonderful. As it turns out, it, the whole idea just kind of sucked. But I did two laps around the Mall of America. Thank that's, you very much. That's wait a minute. Did you do it walking or driving? Walking. That's look as someone who has can honestly say he's been to the Mall of America, and was thoroughly impressed by it, and knew where Home Plate was. Well, found it anyway. Yeah. Knew to look for it, and knew to look for uh, for the seat Harmon Killebrew's uh, the seat memorializing his home run. Anyway, 
You did two laps around. That's impressive. That is. That I. Well, my body paid for it. Trust me. I, did, I, I definitely paid for it afterwards. But My body's uh, paying for it right now just hearing you. Uh, well, one of the one of the stores that's in there is a my pillow store. Okay. And so you you'll be proud of me. You'll be so proud of me. I was so so tempted to walk over there and 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 tell them how much their their product and how much their their chief CEO just sucked hard. I was just gonna go down. You know, I go there and light the threaten to light that place on fire for you know. Yeah, but I restrained myself. I, I mean, they're employees. I, I, they're employees. They they don't. I, I know that is that is why you know they're making their little their little uh, nine seventy five an hour there to plug right. pillows that pretty much suck. Uh, and, and I mean, listen, I've never bought a my pillow, but they were giving out samples. The twins were in in co in co sponsorship with them one year or whatever you want to call it. And uh, so they were handing, one of the promotions, they were handing out my pillows, little travel pillows. Right, right, right. Sucked. They sucked, seriously. Especially after you try to, they advertise that you could throw them in the wash machine and they come out, you know. Perfect. Yeah, well, it's not the case. Was it like sleeping on a bag of gravel? Pretty much. All right, then. Pretty much. Speaking of baseball. Baseball. Segway. Silly rabbit. Segways are for kids. Uh, Have you heard anything? Hey, we're giving away here on the big radio station four tickets, all expense paid travel, to the All-Star Game in Atlanta, Georgia this summer. In Atlanta. In Atlanta, yes. Just call the the phone number. And uh, basically, first caller wins... The trip for four, all expenses paid to the Major League Baseball. Or, or, wait, what? They did what? Oh, never mind. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Why don't you, we, we have a clip on that. Why don't you play that? Uh, the promotions uh, department was a little slow on the uptake on that one. Major League Baseball announcing it's moving this season's All-Star Game and MLB Draft out of Atlanta, Georgia. The reason is the state's new law on voting. The league saying in a statement, quote, Major League Baseball fundamentally supports voting rights for all Americans and opposes restrictions to the ballot box. Fair access to voting continues to have our game's unwavering support. Leaders from more than 100 companies, including Target, Snapchat, and Uber, issued a public statement today opposing any measures that deny eligible voters the right to cast ballots. Up front now, the president and CEO of the NAACP, Derek Johnson. Uh, And President Johnson, I appreciate your time. Um, You know, the PGA says they're going to stick with their plan just a moment ago. But the MLB coming out and saying this obviously caught everyone's attention. It's a significant headline. How consequential do you think this decision is by the MLB? Well, I commend the commissioner of Major League Baseball and all the team owners for stepping up in this moment to protect our democracy. You know, Republicans have to understand, particularly those in Georgia, you cannot steal your way through elections. You're not you cannot suppress votes. This is not 1930. And corporate America should not tolerate our undermining and subverting our democracy. So I commend Major League Baseball and all of the corporations who are stepping up in this moment. Yeah, I mean, uh Look, let's face it. Republicans are sore losers. They're they're making that 
perfectly clear. Uh, now it is, you know, we're at the point, of course, where it's much easier to buy a gun than it is to vote in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, enough is enough. You lost. That's it. It's over. You know, even with all the shenanigans that they pulled, uh, I'm, for one, I'm happy to see that Major League Baseball made this decision. Uh, I've I've heard the argument that, well, this is going to hurt uh, the people that work at the stadium and the businesses around the stadium. They're going to lose money, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but guess what? People in another city will make it. People in another state where everybody's encouraged to vote with no... Uh, restrictions that are just idiotic and uh that that is the shame because it'll most directly affect the city of of atlanta who overwhelmingly uh voted uh for uh voted for uh for biden and for biden harris and and voted you know they were part of of the uh of the uh georgia or the senate turning around the the uh the senate now who the hell is this don't know <laughs> drama free <laughs> right and and of course they look it, it just put a better product out there that people want to vote for stop being stupid and lying and, and look uh, it, it's just hard to look at everything that goes on here especially with the gqp and 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 people are still one of the, one of my favorite things that I keep hearing is well uh, and apparently Trump is showing up at every event in his ballroom down at uh, down at the palace in uh, Miralago and uh, whatever no matter the occasion he talks about how he got the election was stolen from him and I've heard Trump say this and I've heard other other Republicans say it well seventy five million people voted for Trump. Yeah, but 81 million voted for voted for Biden. Yeah. I mean, and Trump will say, well, you know, we set a record for the number of... You did. You set a record for the losing candidate. There's no question about that. You got more votes than most people get when they win the presidency. No question about it. But you still didn't get more than Biden. Suck it up. Deal with it. Three, yeah. ti- three times they recounted the vote in Georgia. Three times. They went through Holy hell. And uh, and no matter what they tried, they couldn't get those votes to change. And now and now they've pulled, you know, and, and Georgia's not the only state that's going to pull these shenanigans. There are, there are other states that have these restrictive bills, uh, vote, voting restriction bills coming up. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of, many of these states have Republican-led uh administrations and and all that so they're going to go right with it our boy keith oberman has uh has an update on this john anything before we uh we let keith loose no no go ahead go ahead turn him this is oberman versus confederate georgia great now boycott the masters Not only has Major League Baseball unexpectedly done exactly the right thing by moving its All-Star game out of Atlanta, but it has, just as importantly, opened the floodgates and put a target on the back of every major sports event, every major non-sports event, and every corporation doing business with Georgia. As an aside, when baseball announced this, thank goodness I was at a checkup in my cardiologist's office. 
The next big opportunity to do the right thing is Thursday, the Masters Golf Tournament. It's not likely they're going to move it out of Augusta, Georgia. The course was segregated there until 1990. The double meaning in a former slave state of Masters is also no coincidence. They will play that tournament, but that does not mean it has to count for anything, nor that it has to be shown on TV. The PGA Tour should declare that the Masters is not an official event and will not be recognized as a major tournament, and ESPN and CBS should not televise it, nor in Canada should the TSN network. Baseball acted quickly and decisively and in so doing saved its celebration of Jackie Robinson Day on the 15th. The people behind the Masters don't give a damn about any of that, but the TV networks and the sponsors have to. It is against them that the pressure must build. More importantly, the light bulbs must tonight go off over the heads of many different groups. Georgia lawmakers, Georgia corporations still trying to talk their way out of this like Delta and Coke, Atlanta-based corporations who have said almost nothing like UPS, Home Depot, Arby's. Indeed, everybody opposed to the Georgia apartheid voting laws, everybody must realize now this is economic war. The goal now is to keep American money out of Georgia until the state repeals these laws and atones for them. Because Georgia is where the forces of fascism have chosen to start this fight. Laws like theirs have now been proposed by Trump acolytes in 42 other states. These monsters cannot be appeased. They must be broken. The next battlefield is Augusta, Georgia, April 8th. Boycott the Masters. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, that's not going to happen. Well, you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, that's uh, that's no. Thursday. So, you know, it, there's no telling. I mean, I don't see the uh, the golf community, and I don't mean the, uh, the golfers themselves. I'm talking about the people who uh, play golf, who uh, belong to country clubs and all that. I don't see them given a given a hoot uh about any of this but you know we we will see stranger things have happened where is the taxi would you like to explain would you like to explain this or do you want well, me to welcome aboard well uh you go ahead john you take a crack at it this well is, this i is don't a- i don't say it nearly as eloquently as my uh, esteemed co-host does. Well, let's put it back but, up on the screen, the question. Alex Daly TV is asking, where is the taxi? And John is going to take a crack at explaining it, and uh, or would you just like me to do it, John? Oh, let me try it. Let me, let me, let me, give, it a, let me okay. give it a shot Go here. Right ahead. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour. Which, well, you know, hey, we, we've di- we've discussed this ad nauseum as far as why a two-hour show is called the Taxi Stand Hour. We, we won't even go into that. But nonetheless, it is, my name is John Shannon, a veteran of the taxi cab industry for the last be 38 years in May. That guy over there is Mr. Ed Van Ness. A veteran of the taxi cab industry for 34. Not 34 years. 34 years. He 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 finally got smart and got the hell out of it, but he still kind of uh kind of stays uh with one ear to the ground, if you will. I've still got the taste uh, in my mouth, so to speak. Yeah, no kidding. 
which surprises me why you're not uh, why you're not renewing your license. But we'll go. That's that's a private conversation. Moving Nonetheless, on. no, it's not. We'll talk about it. But so the idea is is if you've never been on a taxi stand, especially on a slow day, which is on a as a rule, Sundays are usually kind of slow. Uh, you get a couple of guys on a taxi stand, and what do they do? They talk. They talk and they talk. They talk about. They talk a little bit about the industry, which we did at the beginning of the uh, at the beginning of the show. Well, kind of in the beginning of the show, uh, and then we move on to other things. That is exactly what we are doing here in this show. We call the Taxi Stand Hour. Thank you for listening, and we hope you tune in again. Thank you. Thank you very much. We uh, we appreciate it. There's that no telling where the conversation will go. We will talk about anything if you call in, because that's like John said, that's what happens on a taxi stand. Uh, and to be quite honest, this show started uh, because of the whole Uber mess. We don't get a lot of updates and news on that, uh, quite frankly, as often as we used to. There's not as much happening in that world. So to devote even an hour to it is a little little challenging at times, especially considering that both of us work full-time. So we appreciate you tuning in and you found us. I'm glad you did. By all means, come back. Call the phone number, 754-800-CHAT. If I can figure out our phone system, I will happily answer the phone. Don't block your number. Anyway, where were we, John? Don't try to, don't try to sell us on some sort of investment while you're at but, it. But seriously, thank you, Alex Daily TV, for at least taking the time to uh to post a comment that's a valid question here we 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 appreciate the question uh and and let me let me before we go back john let's talk about my hack license uh when i relocated back here to uh, new york city two years plus ago i uh i did get a new york city hack license and i'm required it's a three-year license i am required actually i have is it, I got it in 19. So I still have a year left on it. Uh, I'm required every year to, to pass a drug screening. But I have decided I'm not going to bother. I'm going to turn in my license. Because I only drove for four weeks. And honestly, I really I really have no desire to get back into the business. I, I'm, I'm comfortable where I am right now. Uh, I don't see driving a taxi in my future. So... We're going to let the New York City license go. And uh, that my time in that industry has has officially come to a close. Uh, I, I will still root, root, root for all of our people out there. Uh, but I'll be doing it from the sidelines. So, Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I'm, I'm lucky out here. The company I work with... Uh, we do a combination of regular, what you would call on-call taxi business, as well as uh, our contract work. Now, generally, if it wasn't for the contract work, eh, I don't, I don't know that I'd be, uh, I'd be in it. I'd be finding, I'd probably still be driving, but I don't know that I would be uh, driving for a quote-unquote uh, taxi company. I had a couple of, of uh, taxi fares uh, or uh, rides uh, over the last couple of days 
uh, on, what was it, Friday, or no, Thursday, uh, I had one ride, was just a simple, well, gee, she gets, I get her to where she's going, it's just a short ride, and she gets out, opens the door big, and leaves big as you please. Now, she takes me into one of the less desirable neighborhoods of, uh, uh, of, um, of the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, I wasn't going to get out and try to chase her or anything like that. I call, I got out part of the way and called her a couple of choice names and went on about my business. Uh, that was, and then no, no sooner later or later on that day, I had a guy that tied me up for the better part of an hour because he was going into the aforementioned Mall of America mm-hmm. to try to return an item. Took him. 25 minutes, 25, 30 minutes to discover he couldn't return this. Didn't bother telling me as he was getting in the car that he couldn't return the the item and that basically I would have to come back for my money the next day. <laughs> yeah, so it was just, it was one of those kind of days. And those and those happen in this business. But I, I got to say, and like we were, uh, like Ed was mentioning earlier, about the whole thing with the with how what Uber drivers are having to deal with with the general public, I don't know that I want a a steady diet of that because people are getting real brazen yes. about how they are how they are treating drivers. Uh, in that, the only thing, the only advantage that Uber drivers seem to have is is they as little as they're getting paid, at least they know they're getting paid, right. Right. What little it, what little it is, but at least they know they're getting some money. So, uh, well, that just uh, all that's going to do is, is listen. If you're going into an area that I, you know, or even if you're not, it's just it's getting to the point now where the taxi industry is the only industry there is out there where you don't have to pay for your ride up front. You it's get the, on a plane. You have to. It's the only form of transportation where you pay after you have gotten the service exactly and i've been well i i'm just gonna have to start asking for money up front again and which you're entitled yeah. to. now what exactly. we're gonna do, what we're gonna do here is we're gonna do an emergency bat turn this is the rare emergency bat turn that puts us back on track you were in the mall of america you've passed the my pillow store you're going to get something for the boss emergency bat turn Go. Well, this is like a three. Oh my God, that Batmobile must have been spinning like three times in a row after that. Holy Christ! Now, hey, you'd be proud of me. I didn't. I I didn't even go into the store. Okay, move past my pillow. Let's get to what you got for the boss. Or what you didn't get oh, for the boss? I, I did not. I wanted. I wanted to get him something personalized from the, from the Vikings. I wanted to get okay. him a, a little jersey uh, that basically had the number three on it. All right, and, and uh, his name on the back. Gotcha. And I couldn't find it. And he couldn't find. Couldn't even find a place that does. You know, the whole iron on low. You know, the whole iron on t shirt or anything. They they only had. Um, they they still have a, a cap store, which will do something basically like what like we're wearing on our uh, well, like I'm wearing. Well, speak for yourself. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. By the way, you'll be happy to know I wear that every day now. I wear it to work. Yeah, I wear mine every day too. I'm, I'm glad I got a second one. I'm starting to wear this one out. We, we, nobody was talking about you. We were talking about me. Well, that's what we normally do. I thought I'd change the subject. Not, not nearly enough, apparently. Not nearly enough. <laughs> so what did you wind up getting for the boss? I wound up just going and getting him some kid shirts, some cute kid shirts. That was it. It was then again, pretty He's three years old. He's not at that point yet where it's going to matter as much. He would be excited for about four seconds and, you know, look. Grandpa gets him something that's that's good enough. You know, and what's so funny about that is that I talked to I talked to to Daddy about what you know what to get him. Oh, get him clothes! Get him clothes! He can use really use clothes. Okay, you know, hey, you know what you know what he needs more than I do. I am the only one that <laughs> bought him any freaking clothes. So now you're the bad guy. You buy the oh my present. god! Oh, I had the he was more excited with the with the bag that the, yeah. the gift bag, yeah. which had all the Avengers uh, on the gift bag. He was more excited by that than he was the clothes that he got. I'm pretty excited about. it. I'd like to see that bag. Oh. <laughs> by the way, has uh, Granny Annie come in for a recipe yet? No, she hasn't. <laughs> Have you told her what we did? No. But I plan on it. Okay. <laughs> That'll teach her. New Radio TFI, Cooking with Granny Annie. Cooking with Granny Annie. We're, uh, we're you, uh, Canny Annie. We'll, uh, we'll crack a can and do it with Ann. I, I, I'm just, oh, where oh, are we? Oh, no. Where are we? I, I'm, were we on a track? So, okay. Well, let's go, let's go back to baseball here. Baseball. Been very, very good let's to go me. Back. Let's let's go let's go back to baseball here with the uh, with the with Major League Baseball now uh, moving the All Star Game out of Atlanta. Where do you think they should? I mean, this is going to take some quick thinking, and where are they going to where are they going to have it? I'm assuming they'd have it someplace where they didn't have any uh, uh, didn't try to pass any draconian uh, laws uh, that would. Um, Hinder voting rights. Well, let me let me uh, try this on for size. Okay, I am going to, and for the moment, we'll put COVID aside. Okay, we'll put COVID aside. I think the easiest place right now to be able to move a large event in the dead of summer to to pretty much ensure hotel space and convention space and all that would be South Florida. Let the Marlins host it because that's the, this is July. That's the dead time of year down there. There are hotel rooms. You, you can't, you can swing a dead cat. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting a, uh, an empty hotel room. So now Ron DeSantis is still governor there and blah, blah, blah. you know, again, I'm putting the COVID thing aside just as far as the, uh, the technical aspects, the mechanics of putting on the game. Uh, Marlins Park, which they've changed to some stupid Lone Depot or something. <sighs> anyway, it's got a retractable roof. There's a plus because 
it's hot, it's humid, it's the rainy time of year. So weather does not become a factor. Uh, again, you've got all the hotel space. It is a major hub, both Miami International and Fort Lauderdale. Uh, the stadium is downtown Miami. It's actually on the side of the old Orange Bowl. It is closer to Miami International, but people fly into Lauderdale all the time and, and go to Miami and vice versa. They fly into Miami and, and go up to Lauderdale. So uh, I think that's that's the, in this in this situation, with this time span, you've got five months. Is it five months? No, it's uh, three months. Three months, excuse me. Yeah. They better hurry up. But, but uh, and that's but, the thing that that's the thing that you have to remember. You you say okay, putting COVID aside, uh, there are still talk among, uh, amongst um, some of the uh, like Osterholm and some of the other. Uh, uh, doctors out there and some of the other experts that we may be going through a, a fourth wave. Oh, there's no uh, question. Let's face it. So, South, uh, the state of Florida are being the biggest idiots you can be about this. That's why I uh-huh. said put COVID aside because uh, every other place is doing their own thing. They're, they're, you know, so just, just for the mechanics of putting on the game, mm-hmm. that's I see Miami as the best choice as far as you need hotel space. You need the 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 place isn't crowded in the summer. It's more mm-hmm. more crowded than it used to be back in the day. But you've got room to maneuver. Miami Beach would love to have uh, all these people coming in and, and all that. So uh, I would like to make an argument for Minnesota. Okay, I I, w- I would like to make an argument for. For Minnesota, they uh, they have uh, done a good job as far as COVID is is concerned. Here, we uh, we have, and I I still think it's going to be a factor come July. As much as I would, you know, even though by by July supposedly everybody that's that wants to get a vaccination will have gotten a vaccination. That's the least assumption on my part. Well, the problem there is the people that it, it's only the people that want to get a vaccination. We need everybody. Oh, well, spe- speaking of vaccinations, and I, I, I'm terribly sorry to interrupt you, but no, that's not. I saw, I saw this uh, little pit, uh, piece you got there. Why don't you play that, Chris? Uh, on no, 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 that's not what I'm playing. That is, that's not what you're going to do. Okay. No, I've uh, no, that's forget that, forget that piece. Uh, okay. I got this call from a friend of mine. He left his voicemail for me, and it's important that people listen to it. Hey, bro. I also wanted to let you know that I was uh, in New York this weekend for a wedding, and uh, I got the vaccine, but it was the, uh, I guess, the less researched Chinese one. But they said that so far they haven't seen any side effects. Um, but if I see any side effects, then I'll definitely uh, let you know. But uh, as of right now, there's nothing that I can see that's a side effect for the vaccine. So if you would like to get one, I can make you a appointment. No problem. Uh, hope uh, everything is okay with you and uh, have a good day. Okay, bye.
It's, Cards uh, and letters. <laughs> Queens, New York. Oh my God! I can't believe you played that. I, you, I, you you wouldn't believe who sent it to me. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot believe you played that. I debate. Oh I debate. That's it. What do you think the over under was on how long I debated? Uh, obviously not long enough. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Seconds. As soon as I got it, I was, oh, no, this is, oh. I think it's funny. I'm sorry. I try to be respectful of everybody, but let's face it, sometimes funny is funny. Yeah, I guess. Uh, cards and letters. Send them my way. I guess. <laughs> No, let me put going back here now. Minnesota Minnesota doesn't have any of these draconian voting laws. We had a we had a great election here. People people voted they did they did the mail-in voting, they did the uh advanced absentee voting. They 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 did a great job with it. Nobody questioned the results here in Minnesota whatsoever. Nobody there it all went smooth. Swimming. And, yeah, exactly. And nobody and, and nobody uh, was there to, we don't have anybody after, as, as, you know, at the end of it, we don't have anybody calling for any restrictive measures uh, to uh, alter the way ballots are cast here in Minnesota. That's exactly what you're looking for. So, um, hey, and we got we got we got the we got the hotel space here. They built up they built several uh, uh, new hotels about the same time that they uh, uh, built uh, Target uh, Field. Uh, right within within actually within sky nearly Skyway distance of okay. Target Field. So I mean I would uh, I would definitely put in a uh, and no we don't have a dome stadium, but uh, I'm sure you do. We don't have a dome stadium where the Twins play. Sure you do. No, we don't. Yeah, you do. Target Target Field is not a dome stadium. Yes, it is. <sighs> I give up. We, we keep going over and over in this. Yeah, well, I drive by the I drive by the place almost on a daily basis. They have not put a dome upon it. Yet. You can't see the dome. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> Boy, you gave you gave up the fight real quick on that one. You know, there are just sometimes there are just sometimes when you just have to learn to just cut and run. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 754-800 chat. 754-800-2428. I'm auditioning a new co-host here as we speak. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. How about him? Yeah, well, I'll, I won't argue with you on that point. <laughs> I will not argue with you on that point. So that was, that was funny. That was funny. So why don't we take here? You told me a uh, pre-show here that you had something to mention about your uh, your health. Well, you, yes, yes. Let's let's talk about that. I'm not going to go into specifics, but I, I because well. I get a feeling this is going to start, this is going to turn into a drama. Uh, so, 
a few weeks ago. Let me preface this, but let me preface this before you uh, before you go further here. I just want, even though sometimes he sounds like a heartless bastard, he still does indeed have a heart. And so you know, this has nothing all the to thing- do with my heart. Well, but still, it's in your chest. It's the you know in, in the same region. Would you like to do this, or or should I? I just wanted to preface it. Just give it a little bit of a, oh, a prelude. Is, all right. All right. So. Carry on, Montesquieu. So the story begins. I was born a port. No. Uh, when I finally got some uh, bare bones health insurance, I, I chose a doctor based on location. My doctor's office is a literal two-minute walk from where I'm sitting right now. This, as it turns out, was a mistake. My doctor, it's, it's a medical and dental place, are, are uh, they are from a different country of a different culture. Uh, it is, I've yet to be there where there is another American born anywhere in the building, which is fine. Uh, there has been constant language communication issues and comprehension issues. That's been frustrating to say the least. Uh, I have been. They're not very good at. at a, they're a very disorderly office. Uh, they they send prescriptions for the wrong stuff. They uh, they've told me, well, we called you three times. You never, you know. Look, I've got my one phone. You haven't called me. So I've just been kind of putting off finding a new doctor. So three and a half weeks or so ago, I go to the doctor. I'm, I'm, I have this pressure on my chest. Nothing bad, nothing. But it, it's affecting my breathing somewhat. I can't go very far or exert myself too much. Uh, it's happening right as we speak. I, I'm going through it. It's Again, I'm not going to drop dead right now. Give it a minute. So I go and I see my doctor. Uh this doctor is the type that will it almost sounds as if uh, she's guessing oh it's this it's that or is it this uh, you know she's telling me things that she wants to be true and I and I'm just trying to explain to her look I've got a bit of a heaviness you need blood work okay I come back and x-rays okay she implies that I'm going to have the x-rays there done in her office. I come back the next day. I get the blood work drawn. I couldn't do it that day because I had eaten. So uh, you have to fast before. You, <coughs> excuse me. Before you do blood work. So I go there. And her assistant is there. And this kid. This kid lies like you breathe. I mean. The misinformation that comes out of his mouth is. It, it, it's, it's horrific. And I've told him before. We've gone through this before. Just be honest with me. One time he made a whole big thing about, oh, oh, the doctor's parking her car. She'll be right here. 45 minutes later. Oh, she's with a patient at the other location. Well, why didn't you say that? I did. You told me she was parking her car. She was at the other location. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So this is what I'm dealing with. So I go in the next day. I get the blood work drawn. Two, two weeks goes by. I finally get a hold of them. Calling them is it's a whole nother ordeal. 
I finally get to speak to the doctor. She says, oh, it just came in yesterday. I said, that's a lie. And you know it. It doesn't take two weeks for blood, blood work to come back. It's a day or two. You know, I've had blood drawn. You get the results, you know. It doesn't take two weeks. Let's just put it that way. It turned out I found out it did come in. It came in the next day. So, now we go through this whole thing. She wants me to get an x-ray. I said, fine, let's do it. Oh, not here. You have to go somewhere. Oh, I said, oh, I just presumed the way you made it sound, that I was going to do the x-ray here in the office. And she got mad at me. She says, nobody has x-rays. I said, well, some people do. Let's not. So I had to go to another place, an imaging center. I go there. Uh, when I was there, they took the x-ray. That was fine. No problem. Went, 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 everything went fine. And she had put on the order stat, you know, this referral letter that she gave me. Uh, so when I was done, the technician says to me, oh, well, it says here stat. So we're going to send it right over to the office, right over to your doctor. We're going to send it. She's, he says, as soon as I'm done cleaning up in here, I'm going to, I'm going to send it right over. I said, well, can you tell me what you see? He says, no, I can't discuss it with you. So, uh, uh, so clearly it was there. It was ready to roll. So two days later, I call the doctor and I get the assistant. Uh, he's giving me a hard time. Said, I need to speak to the doctor. Doctor with patient. Fine. Have the doctor call me when she has a moment. Well, three hours later, I finally hear from her. And uh, turns out there's a faint spot. I didn't even go into the whole thing about why she hasn't called me in two days. I just let that go. But I have a faint spot that they could see on the x-ray in my chest. No idea what it is yet. She says, well, you need to go see a pulmonologist. Okay, pulmonary test. Okay. She gives me another referral letter with the address and phone number of somebody who's clearly from her, her country. I don't care. As long as they know what they're doing, I don't care. I spend two days trying to call the number. I keep getting a voicemail. Just voicemail. Not going into an office line or anything like that. So about the fifth time I call, a woman answers the phone. She's very irate, clearly from the same country. Who are you looking for? I said, I'm, I'm trying to make an appointment with the doctor. Oh, you have the wrong number. I, said, I apologize. That's, this is the number my doctor gave me. Who's your doctor? I said, what does it matter? If it's the wrong number, what does it matter? Well, after a couple of minutes of this dance... It turns out the pulmonologist that I was trying to contact had retired about four years ago. So it takes me another day to get a hold of the doctor. And the first words out of her, out of the assistant's mouth is, doctor says you owe $30 copay. I said, forget the copay for now. I got bigger problems. Why did she uh, refer me to somebody that's not even active anymore? She never did speak to me again. I only dealt with the uh, with the assistant. I said, have her call me. Have her call me. 
She never did. She sent me an email with another name of a pulmonologist. Well, I'm just going to find my own. And, uh, and I'm definitely going to find another doctor, uh, a primary care physician. The lesson there is, kids, don't go by distance. I knew it was a, I knew it was a crapshoot when I did it. But so anyway, so where we stand right now is that I've got this thing in my chest. It doesn't hurt. It it just feels a little bit of pressure. It's not my heart. Uh, I don't know what it is yet. I don't know what it is. So as the weeks go on. We will we will get more information and uh, I'll keep you guys posted. Uh, you know, hopefully it turns out to be. Oh, my doctor did. She uh, <laughs> John found this. I don't know if it was scary or amusing when I did it. Uh, she prescribed uh, what is it? Adderall? Not Adderall. Anyway, this this uh, inhaler. Inhaler. The inhaler. So I've been doing that for a couple of days now. Helps a little bit, but but not terribly. Uh, so I'm taking it easy. I'm, I'm scheduled to work the rest of the week. I was scheduled for Wednesday through Saturday. I just found out yes, uh, Friday I'll be working Monday as well. I'm driving a van, which is no exertion whatsoever. So uh, I'm going to spend this week trying to make appointments for the following week for not only a new doctor, but for the pulmonologist to uh, tell me what's going on. I personally don't think it's going to be anything huge. I think if it was this that serious, I'd be in worse shape. That's what I'm going with, kids. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, don't, don't rain up my parade here. Uh, but, yeah, so that's where we stand right now. Look, I've been through worse. Remember, I've died. I've come back. It didn't take with me. Death didn't stick with me. I'm, uh... Yeah. So, anyway, <clears throat> let's not get all worked up about it. I'm not. Well, did, you, did you see the x-ray? No, I didn't see I could see it if I want, but I choose not to. Okay. I choose not to. Well, all well, I can, you know, all I can do is, you know, wish you the best there, my friend. I, I, I can't... I'll tell you what was interesting, though, at the at the imaging place. So... I'm standing up to do the x-ray and there's this panel against the wall. I've got the, the gown on. I took my shirt off and uh, the tech has me standing with my back to the x-ray machine. So he fires it up and after a few sparks and some smoke, <laughs> but he says, how long ago did you have the surgery? I said, can you see the scar or the actual, the work? He says, no, we can see, I can see the work. He says they did a good job. So that, I mean, he's seeing where they, where they, uh, you know, did the, uh, the bypass in my heart. So, uh, that was interesting. I don't know. Apparently these x-rays are a lot more detailed than they used to be, but I just found that interesting. But again, we'll, 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 uh, we'll, we'll keep you kids and kittens. Now, next Saturday, I may or may not be here, but that will be more about work than it is health. So. If you were planning on panicking over that, postpone it. There'll be plenty of time for panic. Ample time to panic. So, there yeah. you go. There you go. Look, John. Well, look. Like I said, 
all I can all I can do on my end is is hope for the best. You know, if you if if you don't seem to be overly concerned about it, you know, it isn't going to do me any good to be overly concerned from nope. a thousand miles away. Nope. And you're you're going to be auditioning co-host anyway, so. I well, it look kind of looks that way. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. You better get Bill to get some uh, some better equipment. That's that's all I'm saying. If you're listening, Bill, I mean you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're fantastic. You you do this handle this very well. But you sound like crap on that on that rotary wall phone of yours. Well, hey, I could have done I could have done some things on this end to make it better too. So no, you it is what it, no, what it you is. Anyway, so <clears throat> excuse me. So and that's where we are, and. <laughs> Let's uh, that that's ending the show on a high note. <laughs> We're gonna yeah, be fine, kids. Yeah. We're gonna be fine. Fear not. Um, you know, again, if uh, it's been look, I, I've had some for the past year. I get it winded a little easier, but I mean that's. That was nothing. That was, look, I'm older, I'm fatter. I haven't, especially I sat on my ass for almost a year. But this is different than what, you know, I might have been experiencing uh, back then. So, again, we'll uh, we'll get through this. I'm not going anywhere. Except for when I'm not here. Then I'm going somewhere. Well, there you go. There you go. Oh, there I go. There I go. Don't worry, before I go, you know what I'll say. Yeah, yes, I do. What will I say? Uh, let's go. Yeah, well, you say it better than me, so I won't All right. even... Uh, I'll uh, say it. I'll Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Oh, that, okay, I gotcha. <laughs> that might be my new sign-off. <laughs> I like that. Uh, obviously, you obviously like it. <laughs> here, here's, a, here's a couple of quickies here before we, uh, before we go away here. Uh... A Louisiana tourist complained he paid $15,000 for a Disney World vacation that was disrupted when he was arrested after he refused to get his temperature Mm -hmm. checked at Disney Springs, according to video footage released this week by the Orange County Sheriff's Office. Kelly Sills of Baton Rouge pleaded not guilty on a charge of trespassing following the February 13th incident. Authorities confronted him outside the Boathouse restaurant after Sills skipped the temperature screening tent, refused to go back, and wouldn't leave the property when asked by Disney and the sheriff's office, according to the arrest report. It's a private well, business, kids. It's a private business. They can set whatever policies they like. Exactly. Well, first off, if you're stupid enough to pay, it explains a lot. If you're stupid enough to pay $15,000 for a va- Disney vacation, uh, well, then that explains probably why you're stupid enough not to follow their guidelines when it comes to, well, uh, you know. As I like to 15- say, as I like to say, you may, not, you may not believe in COVID, but COVID believes in you. Yes, indeed. With that, I guess it's time to say goodbye here, folks. So, uh, for that guy over there on my right, uh, yeah, for Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon. And I got the money. <laughs>